Bidzy Small Business Society number 30. You're listening to Bidzy Small Business Society. I'm Rob Barisov. We talk to small business owners about what makes their small business successful. Connect with Bidzy Small Business Society at bidzy.com and grow your business. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need and businesses bid on them. Customers, go to Bidzy.com and post your projects for free. Businesses, sign up for your 30-day free trial at Bidzy.com. Thanks for listening to Bidzy Small Business Society. Today, we are happy to be joined by Maria Ross. Maria is a brand strategist, an author, and an advisor to small and medium-sized businesses, entrepreneurs, and startups on how to craft irresistible brands. She is a dynamic speaker and has delighted audiences ranging from the New York Times to Blogger and has written for numerous media outlets including MSNBC, ABC News, Forbes.com, and Entrepreneur Magazine. We are excited to hear more about her brand building journey. Welcome, Maria. Can you tell us more about yourself and your business? Sure. Thanks for having me, Rob. Yeah, my business is Red Slice. I like to call it a little playground for solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, and small businesses to learn how to create irresistible brands and to do that by creating a captivating story. Um, A lot of the work I do is about messaging, positioning, and really crafting that story before a business owner launches, but also when they're already launched and they want to refresh and go after maybe a new market or change things up uh, or their sales have plateaued. So I work with a lot of different types of organizations and people, which I absolutely love. Maria, tell us more about Red Slice. What did you see happening around you that represented an opportunity to help others in building their brands? Yeah, I had had a very successful career in corporate spanning the whole breadth of marketing. I'd done agency side work um, for management consulting firms and also an advertising firm. I worked on the client side with brands like Discovery Networks. And then I found myself in the first dot-com boom, moving out to California to um, work on a small dot-com and be their brand manager. And then that got me into tech marketing. So I did a lot of consumer tech marketing and business-to-business tech marketing. And what I found was I was not, I, I loved it, but I was, I felt like there was more. I felt like there was more about the brand story that a lot of these businesses were missing. And I thought, wouldn't it be great if I could work with people that truly get what a brand strategy can do for them on a foundational level and how it can inform everything they do, not just their marketing. Right. So getting past the obvious technological advances of something and really getting down to the story behind it, right? Exactly. And I was really frustrated because a lot of marketing I felt like didn't actually recognize that they were trying to appeal to human beings at the end of the day. (laughs) And so I really wanted that connection. I feel like there's an opportunity for businesses to use marketing for good rather than evil and, and really connect with people and provide a valuable service. And if they're talking to the right people, it's not about lying. It's not about coercion. It's not about, you know, convincing them to buy something they don't need. It's about going, hey, I've got something that you you really need and I'm solving a real problem that you have. And so I went off on my own, Red Slice was born and I've gotten to work across industries, which is great. And really for me, work with people that are passionate about what they're doing. 
Maria, you've been on quite the entrepreneurial ride. You've authored a couple of books and you've got a young family as well. But what's got you most excited today? What gets you out of bed every morning? Well, it's really funny because I went through a little phase of like my creative well running dry, especially right after I had my my baby two years ago. And what I decided to do was follow my own advice and take a step back and um, recharge and renew. And that's led to some exciting stuff that I'm working on right now, which is I'm building one of the most ambitious offerings I've ever had, a year-long coaching program, although I don't want to call it a coaching program because I hate that word, but um, to really help people not just learn the, the basics of how to build their brand strategy and to approach their marketing, but actually to get stuff done. Because so many of these coaching programs are about giving you information and not actually helping you take action. So um, I want to create this sort of mashup of a mastermind and a workshop and a coaching program and a support group <laughs> for people to realize, you know, especially people that go, I'm not a marketer or I'm not a writer, to say, no, you are. Like if you're excited about your business and you know how to communicate and put words together to form a sentence, then yes, <laughs> you can be a marketer. So um, yeah, I'm really excited about that. I've actually, I'm actually in development of that right now. And, and I'm hoping to launch that uh, at the end of the summer, beginning of the fall. And that's going to go beyond sort of an individual scenario and be more of a mastermind is what you're saying. Is that right? Yeah, I want it to also be really highly interactive with the people in it so that they're actually helping each other. So um, I'll, be, I'll be very involved week to week, but I'm going to be giving people weekly assignments to cross things off their to-do list. So, you know, all those, those things we have building up on our to-do list that we never get to and a year goes by and we go, wow, that was a really good idea when I had it. Um, or I know I really need to do that and you're, you know, you're, you're punishing yourself because you didn't do it. Um, I really want to create a forum that's, uh, you know, sort of an accountability group as well, where it's like, no, we're doing this and this is what we're focused on this week to this week to this week. And slowly we're going to chip away at that list so that by the end of the year, it's like, oh my gosh, I got this marketing thing down. Now, look, let's face it. Sometimes the entrepreneurial journey can be a lonely one, and it's really nice to have that sense of community. Now, one of the central themes you focus on is the power of storytelling. Tell us a story, Maria, from both a business and personal perspective. What are some of the biggest challenges you've overcome? Well, I actually am a pretty unique entrepreneur in that um, about six months after I started my business, I was actually um, struck by a ruptured brain aneurysm. You know, not to be melodramatic, but I actually should have died that day, and I didn't. And I made what a lot of doctors would not use this word, but I made it a miraculous recovery. Um, and I was able to, without boring you because I, I did write a memoir about it called Rebooting My Brain, but for the purpose of the podcast, skip ahead to spoiler alert. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm back in my business. I got it. I got it thriving again after being on a break for a really long time. Um, and so I really, a, a lot of what I do in my teaching and in my client work is showing people that kind of nothing is insurmountable. There's, there's always a way around it. It's never too late. You know, whether it's, oh, I've had my business for five years and my brand is horrible, but I can't change it now to, you know, they have some adversity or some crisis that they faced or they didn't get any clients last year and, oh, I'm, I'm never going to be cut out for this. All the different stories that we tell ourselves about why we can't succeed. Um, that's really, you know, when you talk about what gets me out of bed in the morning, it's, it's that human side of the work that I do that goes beyond helping people with their, you know, their brand strategy and, and that kind of thing. And I really enjoy 
working with entrepreneurs that, you know, a lot of them have all faced a struggle of some sort along the way. And so I really love helping them go, no, this is what's possible. This is what you can do if you get the right advice, if you get the right guidance, if you, if you know the steps to take, you can overcome it. And that's exactly what happened to me with my health crisis is I sought support. I got help. I, you know, I was stubborn about it at first, but I realized that when you ask for help, it's not a sign of weakness. It's actually a sign of intelligence because you are actually shortcutting your way to success when you ask for help. I want to talk about those rewards a little bit more. And it's plain to see in some of your own marketing and just hearing it from you right now that you're simply having a good time. But what are some (laughs) of the other rewards that you take away from entrepreneurship? Well, I think one of the biggest thing, you know, and I've been pretty candid with my audience, especially about there's, there's downsides as well, but you know, there's definite upsides. And for me, it's been the freedom and the um, flexibility. So when I say freedom, more about a lot of times I was working on products I wasn't excited about, or I was working quite frankly with people that I didn't enjoy working with. And it's so liberating to start your own business, especially as a service provider, and be able to say, yeah, I want to work with you, or no, I don't think we're a good fit, and not have those like political ramifications hanging over your head in every project that you work on. You can focus on the work. And I love that. I love the ability to say no when something's not right for me, or it doesn't fit my life, or um, you know, if I want to, I'm going to start taking Friday mornings off for 10 weeks while my toddler takes a soccer class. Like I can do that because I work for myself and I've learned how to set my boundaries and how to manage my productivity in a way where I get to be my own boss. So that, I mean, I think for almost anyone, probably you too, that's one of the biggest benefits. Now I will say I had this dream when I started that I was going to have all this free time working for myself and I was going to be <laughs> writing and, and acting. I, acting is a passion of mine, kind of a sideline passion. The thing was, I thought I was going to have loads of time. That was the thing. I was like, oh yeah, I can work for like three hours a week or four, four hour work week and just, you know, get it all done. And the reality is, you know, someone once said this, I don't know who this quote is attributed to, but it's, you know, being, being an entrepreneur means you can work whenever you want as long as it's 24-7. And it's, it's kind of true. Like you have to learn how to set those boundaries and you have to learn how to say no and you have to learn about what productivity measures work the best for you. But, but once you figure that out, it's great. You know, I think we're all trying to create that freedom, to create that life that we really want to live. Now, Maria, I have a two-part question. The first one is this. How do you most effectively connect with your audience And the second is, what would you tell an up-and-coming entrepreneur about introducing a new brand and really engaging with and growing a new audience? Well, so to your first question, how I engage with my audience is um, I still believe that that making sure you have a really good email list is the holy grail. I know there's like nine bajillion new marketing options we have available to us. But at the end of the day, the people that raise their hand and say, yes, I like you and I want to hear from you are the most powerful leads you're ever going to have. So I do everything I can to support my email list as it grows. I give them special content. I give them a first look at, at things I'm rolling out. Um, I offer them things I don't offer, you know, to my, to maybe my social media followers, for example, or the public. Um, and so I treat them like gold and, uh, 
that's my primary method of communication. I'm also a big social media user, but I've really um, kind of, this maps into your second question of advice, is I don't try to boil the ocean. I have selected two to three social media channels, and I try to do those really well and really consistently, rather than trying to be on every new bright, shiny object that crosses our path every day. I think that's one of the biggest mistakes entrepreneurs make is, oh, there's 19 social media platforms that different people are telling me to use. I need to be on all of them. And then you do all of them badly rather than a few things really, really well. Um, so as far as building a brand from scratch, it's really funny. I just published an article through Entrepreneur about this very topic where I interviewed three, um, three entrepreneurs who have really strong brands and started from nothing. I mean, they had no brand recognition. Some of them had no money. And some of the secrets that they talked about were making sure that you're starting with a story. You know, you, you talked about story earlier. What's your, what's your why? What's the, I mean, obviously we're all in business to make money, but making money can't be the only reason you do what you do because there's a lot of ways you can make money. Why did you choose this way? So what is the story? And that's what attracts customers. That's what attracts raving fans is, is not necessarily the product or the service that you sell. It's, they want to be part of what you're doing. They want to be part of your, your mission and your movement. So make sure you have a really strong sense and clarity around the story and why you do what you do. Um, and secondly, it's consistency. It's, you know, building a brand does not happen overnight and you can't lose heart after two weeks if you still only have, you know, 15 people on your email list and nobody knows who you are. Um, it's, it's a long game. So you just have to, you, you have to stay the course, be consistent, make sure you're constantly listening and growing and iterating. But, you know, if you're going to blog, blog consistently. If you're going to be on social media, be consistent. If you're, you know, going to put your voice out in the marketplace, make sure that voice is consistent because, you know, people might catch you over here and then three months later catch you over there. And if, if you sound and look different in all of those places, people won't put together that it's you. So if you want to build a brand really quickly, um, you know, consistency is one of your best friends. Okay, let's take a break to thank our sponsors. Thinking about starting your own podcast? You need podcastrepairman.com. Lack the technical know-how to create your own podcast? We are currently experiencing technical problems. Please sit by. You need podcastrepairman.com. Not enough time in your day to produce a great podcast? You need podcastrepairman.com. No matter what your need, the Podcast Repairman is here to help. Visit podcastrepairman.com today. Include the word Bidzy in your message at podcastrepairman.com and they will waive your $295 setup fee. Maria, we've reached a point in the show where we ask a few lighter questions so that we can get to know more about your personal interests. Are you ready? Yeah. Perfect. What type of cell phone do you use? I have an iPhone. What type of car do you drive? I drive a Subaru Forester 2013. Do you have a favorite vacation spot? 
No, because I love to travel and I can't think of one place. Although I've been reminiscing lately about a trip to Spain that my husband and I took a few years ago and the food was amazing. Uh, Just a great segue into my next question. What is your favorite food? See, I don't have one because I love too many (laughs) different kinds. I'm Italian. I love pasta. Um, I love a good medium rare steak with like garlic mashed potatoes and a salad. Like there's just so many foods I like. I just, I love trying different foods. Maria, do you have a favorite book right now? One of my favorite business books is a book called Made to Stick by Chip and Dan Heath. And it's all about creating messages that people are attracted to and that they remember. That's one of my favorite, favorite business books, you know, aside from my book, of course, but no. Yeah, <laughs> one yeah of, that's one of my what this is for, a little bit of self-promotion. Yeah, I mean, I, I, and you know, a lot, I mentioned them a lot actually in my book, Branding Basics for Small Business, but you know, it's, it's books like that, that inspire me to do the work that I do every day. Um, there's also a wonderful book called The Art of Communicating written by a Buddhist monk. And it is so applicable to running a business, especially running a business for, for yourself, that if you communicate in any capacity as a human being, you should read that book. And besides our show, do you have a favorite podcast? You know, it's so funny. I don't. I've actually only in the last like year gotten into podcasts. Um, so uh, I don't have one favorite, but um, I do like to listen to podcasts. I like to do a mix of of business building podcasts um, and then just some fun ones um, that, that are out there. So um, I'm, I'm still kind of dipping my toe into the listening to podcast arena. I guess what I'm really hearing is that uh, your favorite is Bidzy Small Business Society. Well, there we go. Yeah, I know exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Maria, do you love winning or hate losing and why? I love winning more than I hate losing because when you lose, you actually can always learn something. I don't know. There's just, there's just that, that endorphin high of winning that I absolutely adore. Maria, what is that one golden nugget of advice that you want to share with our listeners about building their brand and marketing their business? First and foremost, you've got to start with putting the foundation in place and building your brand strategy before you do one thing of marketing, before you build a website, before you go on social media. It doesn't take a lot of time to sit and figure out who is my audience? What do they care about? What am I trying to communicate? What is my value? What are the benefits I'm going to tout to the marketplace? What do I want to be known for? Um, what's my voice? What's my vibe? Answering all those questions before you go off you know, half-cocked to try to spend and waste money on all these different marketing things is extremely helpful. I hope everyone goes back and listens to those questions again. And ultimately, Maria, I think you're saying that we all need to tell that story. We need to ask, what's our why? And we got to tell that story. Absolutely. Maria, what does the future look like for you and your business? Well, right now, I'm, I'm sort of in a transition. Um, that's kind of partly where this, this trying to offer this year-long coaching program is coming into play. I've never done anything like it. So I'm, I'm always looking to constantly evolve and constantly shake things up. Um, there are some offerings that I, it's taken me years to kind of get on the table and I really enjoy doing them. So, um, I want to continue to do one-on-one client work. Um, and at some point, um, you know, I'm rolling, I just rolled out a series of eBooks for entrepreneurs called the Juicy Guides, but next year I'd like to focus on writing another full length book and I might even dabble with fiction. I'm not sure. All right. Exciting stuff. Maria, if people want to learn more, how can they connect with you? 
They can check out my website, red-slice.com. There's the blog is there with lots of free resources and tips and insights. But I would love if they would sign up for my special email tribe, Red Slice Nation. Um, If they do, they get a free little treat, a free brand guide. So they can just go to red-slice.com. And my favorite social media channel of choice is Twitter. So they can find me at Red Slice. Maria, thank you so much for spending some time with us today on Bidzy Small Business Society. You take care. Take care. Thanks a lot. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need and businesses bid on them. Customers, go to Bidzy.com and post your projects for free. Businesses, sign up for your 30-day free trial at Bidzy.com. Thank you for listening to Bidzy Small Business Society. Visit Bidzy.com for more information on how to grow your business. Support Bidzy Small Business Society by writing a review and giving us a five-star rating in iTunes. Your positive review and five-star rating will allow us to continue bringing you free, valuable content from amazing and inspiring entrepreneurs and small business owners. Rate and review Bidzy Small Business Society today. 